to Punta Vista episode 251. My name is Andrew from the Yazoo Herald, and I'm here on the scene reporting live from Yazoo City, Mississippi, at the launch of the inaugural event that the nation has been waiting for. It's honking across America. <laughs> yes, millions of citizens have gathered in this and many other states in the hope of honking loud enough to reach the ears of President Joe Biden and maybe even God herself. Now, I've checked out the event website and the Facebook page, and even though the event organizers have helpfully provided name tags for all 38 million participants, it's still not entirely clear why all of these brave citizens are out in force today, honking up an absolute storm. But asking the big questions is why I get paid $12,000 a year. Right here in our beautiful town is a man wearing a trucker cap and glasses and honking like he was trying to expel his own gallbladder from his mouth. And his name is Ben. Ben, what righteous cause are you honking for today? Uh, we need to limit catching, catching bagging limits on Bigfoot down to zero. Because mm-hmm. frankly, I don't think there's one on the books. Hmm. A yeah. single catch, you mean? Yeah, you shouldn't be able to get him at all, is what I'm saying. Like, there's mm. no rule in there that says... Don't catch Bigfoot. Don't catch Bigfoot, right. That's right. And I'm thinking sort of implement this on federal lands... State lands, national parks, all national, national parks. monuments, private land, all of it. Just coast to coast, even the non-contiguous the states. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if they do <laughs> updates on the tour at the moment. If they are, just check that one in. Yeah, so, we'll get to you in a second. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just sort of a blanket ban. Um, even the territories, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Puerto Rico, don't, you can't get them there. Uh, Bermuda, is that the US? They got that one? Guam? I can see you've thought long and hard about this. Inside uh, Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> can't get him there either. Area 57. Yep. Well, areas one through whatever we're up to right now. Yep. Hmm. Very interesting and important stuff. Mm. Standing 15 centimeters away from Ben is a beautiful woman wearing classic checkerboard slip-on vans and a homemade t-shirt with crude writing that states, It's Morbin time. This young lady's name tag says, Lucy. Lucy, why have you chosen to keep on honking in the free world? Uh, I'm horny. Ah. <laughs> oh. That's... <laughs> that is... Simple, but it's the truth. It's yeah. traditionally one of the top reasons to honk. <laughs> it's right up there, isn't it? Mm. Do you guys realize that um, the honk if you're horny sticker is a pun? Uh, because I've geese heard this. are very sexually active, so it's the honking. Honking is the noise that geese make. Oh, I, th- mm. I thought it's because the ho- horn is the thing that you press. Huh? <laughs> I'm going to get what? our fact-checkers hey? to uh, look into that one. I'm only thinking about this for now for the first time. Can you get mm. your fact-checkers onto the fact that you said I wear Vans? Uh, I wear Converse Chuck Taylors. <laughs> I thought Vans were Chucks. <laughs> what oh, the boo. fuck are you? <laughs> Unbelievable. She's <laughs> deeply insulted Lucy's culture. Unbelievable. <laughs> Uh, it's not called the Converse Chuck Taylor All-Stars Off the Wall Tour, pal. Oh, Idiot. You got me there. Finally, uh, I crossed to my colleague Cheggs Abernathy in Monkey's Eyebrow, Kentucky, who was holding a microphone in front of a man so sweaty that he's changing the local humidity level. Cheggs says that this man is a father, a husband, a lover, and a gamer, and his name is Theo. Theo, what shit got you honking like a goose? Well... First of all, I, I'm not, I'm not on board with the honking. 
<laughs> Let me just say that. Now, I'm here because this is the only way you can raise awareness in the country for literally anything. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm today, I'm actually honking uh, for anti-honking. No honking oh allowed. And if you hear me honking, that's because I really want you to know I hate honking. You're honking against honking. Honks against honking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this, this man's hand has been forced at this th- time. That's, that's right. Look, um, sometimes the only way you can fight fire is with more fire. Mm-hmm. Um, no. And uh, <laughs> I'm, I've just got the biggest ho- horn I could find. Put in my earbuds and away I go. But do understand that I think that honking is immoral. Yeah. Uh, I think it's rude. I think that you're possibly waking me up from a little nap I was deciding to have on the couch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you think about that, Mr. Hong Kong Honk? Or did you just want to say goodbye to your, your children as you back out of the driveway and everyone else in the neighborhood? I want to stress that, that most, most of the that participants shit. most of the participants are just honking with their mouths. So I want to make clear. <laughs> <laughs> just yelling out the window. Honk, 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 I would rather die than use the horn in my car. I would rather die yeah. in an accident that was avoidable if I that I could have stopped from by honking uh, than honk. Whereas I love I love a justified honk, mm. one that's. Per the local statutes and allowances mm. for honking. Well, it's an emergency yeah. situation where mm. alerting someone to a danger is of uh, critical in that situation. Yeah, there was yeah. a guy driving down the wrong side of the road uh, on that little um, on that little bit that you zip up Kangaroo Point before you get to uh, the Story Bridge. Oh, oh yeah, you know the one, Lucy. Yeah, yeah. Mm. and um, yeah, someone was just yeah. driving down the wrong side of the road directly towards us. That's, That's a honk. Um, that's, that's a honk. Yeah, that's a honking situation. That's for a sure. honk. Yeah. But give him a honk. Yeah, if you're, um, you know, saying goodbye to your horrible little child, Krembus, yeah, and you you decide to honk, and you know, I kind of like startle a bit, and my headphones uh. fall off. Uh. Yeah. Uh, if you see your cousin, mm. and you honk to get his attention, so you can yell out, "Hey, yeah, Dave, don't." Rude don't on do two that. levels. One, uh, you've made me drop. The um, pile of china that I was transporting from the dishwasher to the cupboard. Uh, and two, he might not be in a place to accept your honk. No. Have you asked? Have you asked? Mm. Are you ready to receive this honk? Yeah. <laughs> Put that honk in the cousin's Facebook Messenger. Yeah. Um, or possibly the cousin's minus Dennis, if you guys aren't on speaking terms with Dennis this week. And, you uh, mean cousin's minus Dennis? <laughs> <laughs> And he'll get back to you when he's ready to receive your honk. Yeah, yeah. you just keep, don't need keep to that. Do keep that cousin shit where it belongs. So what you don't understand is that to you it might be perfectly innocent and harmless to honk, but yeah. I feel very guilty for being alive, and I'm going to assume that yes. even no matter what I'm doing, that honk is directed at me, and I've somehow done something wrong. I'm in Honking trouble. Honking is also the sound of uh, street harassment, so it's it's got a double pleasantness, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> When friends honk at you to say hello, just don't. Just yeah. don't do like that. Yelling out of your window at someone is a joke. You're just hearing the yelling from a car window. You're not really mm. getting like the fun joke element of it. Yeah. Honk, honk. Nice Chuck Taylors, baby. One guy once honked his horn at me when I was on the way to the Bang nightclub with my friends and he yelled out, get a tan. 
<laughs> wow. I think about that one all the time. It just seems needlessly Wasn't that upsetting? specific. It's very specific. Very directed. Yeah. Oh, they didn't even hear you yell back, I can't. This is this is it. <laughs> I remember a, uh, being in a car with uh, the, being in a car with some guys when we were about 20 and the guy driving the car slowed down as he was going past a petrol station, put his window down, and yelled at a guy who was filling up his car, Nice petrol, you fuckwit! Oh, oh, that's <laughs> perfect. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah, that's a good and slam. I, nice, all, all these years later, I still think of, Nice petrol. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, that's justified, I think. That's the exception to the rule. If you have something like that he's good, wrong for doing it, you know? It's yeah. your honk pass. A guy just said, they'd be like, yeah, I, I mean, oh, I guess. I guess just it is. Here. There's no comeback. You can't be like, I'm not filling my car up with petrol. <laughs> I'm not Mr. Petrol right now. I'm actually here right? to drink it. Slurp, 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 <laughs> slurp, slurp. That's right. The joke's on you. There's a hole in the bottom of my car and it's all coming out. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, it's been great to, um, I guess, cast the microphone around and figure out what some of the beautiful citizens of America are doing, honking their way across the country. And uh, we should also put our eyes about the place and drink in some more of the beautiful names of this country. Don't you think, Ben? Uh, We absolutely should, Andrew. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) It's time for the Great American Hall of Name. It's the Great American Hall of Name. Now, I really thought in that, that first sentence there when you said cast that you were going to make a sort of a fishing transition there because this uh, this in- installment no. of the Great American Hall of Name uh, comes from the Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame based in beautiful Hayward, Wisconsin. Um, I've been here before. Uh, I drove a very long way out of my way to go look at a really big fiberglass fish that they have there and I went, well... Was it nice? It's a big fish. Yeah, that fish is big. It was cool. I was there at sunset, actually. It was weirdly beautiful. Uh, I got back in my van and I drove off. Here we go. I'm going to start. Uh, just just quickly, on the fiberglass fish front. Yeah, the big um, musky. Yeah. Is, is it... Is, I know that this is a really stupid question. Okay. It is a, a fish constructed entirely of fiberglass, Yeah. Like it's not, it's not. That's not a form of taxidermy, is what I'm asking. No, because this this big fish is 143 feet long. Um, so bigger than your average fish, is what yeah. You're the the big muskie is 44 meters in length. They're, no part of it was once originally an actual fish. That is an enormous fish, though. It's a very big, big fish. That's like two cricket pitches. Yeah, I guess that's that's true. Yeah. That's about the length of a blue whale, I think. No, bigger. Oh, I'm I'm looking at the big musky right now. It's like they're trying to they're trying to jock our style with their big the big, big fiberglass fish. fish. Yeah. Who do you, you think know? you Although, are? Although I'll say this, you know, we've got we've got the big prawn, we've got the big pineapple, we've got the big banana. Yeah. Chime in with any other ones we've got, folks. We we have so many. Oh. The do- dog on a tucker box. That's very small. Not even big. And Completely it's not regular dog that's size. That's the size of an actual dog. How long did you say it was? 44 meters? <laughs> yeah, that's two blue whales in length. Oh. Wow. Okay. I'm, I mean, I'm looking at it here on, on Wikipedia. It says 148 meters. Well. 46 meters wide, 68 meters 
tall propulsion is via two hydraulically driven walker feet. <laughs> uh, gross power is 18.04 megawatts of electricity supplied via trailing cable. Uh, speed <laughs> speed is 0.1 miles per hour or 0.16 kilometers per hour. Uh, Big Muskie was a coal mining Bucharest right. Sorry, yeah, you, dragline excavator. Yeah, you're looking at the dragline excavator of the same name. Yes. Uh, now, right. that is the first thing that comes up when you Google Big Muskie. For some yeah, reason, I've clicked it is, on the first thing here. I'm, yeah. I'm looking at the actual Big Muskie statue at the National Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame in Hayward, Right, sorry. Wisconsin. I do, to I do need to clarify. the big dragline excavator. So, Big Muskie is the name of the dragline excavator. Uh, the Big Muskie that's at the Freshwater Fishing Hall of Name, I don't think has a name. It is just a Big Muskie. Right. And... I hope that helps. I want to say, I think that they've kind of innovated on the very large fiberglass representation of a flora or fauna. <laughs> in, the, in this one, it appears that you can climb up uh, through the fish's pussy and walk right up and there's like a balcony in its mouth. Yeah, it was yeah. closed when I got there, so I couldn't oh, actually go inside. That's where the controls that, are for the big musky. No relation. <laughs> that must have been very disappointing. Uh, you know, I still I enjoyed looking at it, and that's worth something. Bucket. Also, the, its claim to fame is that it is the world's largest musky. Which, like, you know that level of specificity means that there's just like other bigger fish there's a bigger out there. Fish out there, yeah. yeah. There always is. Uh, and here we go. This is a list of names taken from the Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame. Starting off nice and easy here. Charles Waterman. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. Bernard Fisher. Mm-hmm. Come on. Right place, right time. Come on yeah. now. Right name. Jerry Pabst. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Gil Ham. <laughs> Homer Circle. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, this name could be pronounced two ways. Uh, you could either say Nick Cream, or the way that it's spelt. This could be Nick Cream. I'm going with Nick Cream. Nick Cream. Nick Cream. <laughs> uh, Donald Keister. <laughs> that means butt. It does mean butt. Clive Gammon. Mort Bank. <laughs> Elmo F. Corn. <laughs> that with is corn with a K. With a K. Yeah. <laughs> Elmo Corn. That's so much cooler. That's so good. I wish my last name was Corn. It's not too late. <laughs> with the backwards K. Is that in Unicode? Do you think? <laughs> the backwards K? I believe it is, actually. Uh, Theodotus Garlic. <laughs> 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 I think that's Theo's Come full on. name, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, say it again. Theodotus. 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 That's right. Oh, that's Beautiful. so good. Oh, yes, the leader of the that's the movie Three Hundred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul Quayle. Yeah. <laughs> Forest Wood. <laughs> that's a good name. <laughs> Dick Lap. <laughs> Now we're talking. I've got a bad case of to clap. <laughs> sugar ferrous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As far as I understand, sugar is not ferrous. It's a little chemistry joke <laughs> there for you, Theo. <sighs> Malcolm Wallop. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Dwayne Raver. <laughs> God, that's that's perfect. What's your name? <laughs> You're not going to believe this. <laughs> By the way, do you like fly fishing? They uh, call me Dwayne Raver. Sterling Moulton. <laughs> Milt Diekman. <laughs> American guys be named Milt. They sure do be they do. named that. I don't think I've ever met a Milt in my life. I hope uh, to. Will Dilg. <laughs> Sorry? Will, W-I-L-L, Dilg, D-I-L-G. For for free or for pay? <laughs> That's a dad, dad, I'd, a dad I'd like to grandfather. <laughs> That's no. right. Dad I would like to grandfather. Yeah. <laughs> Clem Dipple. <laughs> Ken Eck. Hmm. Perry Good. <laughs> Come on. Babe Winkleman. <laughs> uh, this one is a twofer. This is a married couple. Uh, Bob and Fanny Cuts. <laughs> I'm still st- stuck on Perry Good. Surely you must realise at the time of naming that you have named your child an entire sentence. <laughs> well, they called him Percival, so this was a surprise. Uh, Irv Snell. Bob Propst. Propst, okay. P. Raymond Blank. <laughs> I forgot to fill in the entire form there, I guess. Ubby Bloom Ubby? Ubby, that's right This is not the first Ubby to come up in this segment either Americans be having guys called Ubby No idea what it's short for Uh, uh, No, no idea No Kurt Gowdy (laughs) Gritz Gresham (laughs) That's a sick name, that's a good one Yeah, that's that's a good like cowboy name I reckon Yeah Chip Lear. He's yep. a he's a nasty guy. <laughs> no one likes Chip Lear. Buzz Ramsey. <laughs> Shaw Grigsby. <laughs> Bob Cobb. <laughs> Several these of these are... have been Mighty Boosh ass names. Yeah. 100%. These really yeah. are fisherman names. Yeah. Larry Colombo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and last but certainly not not least, William Shakespeare. <laughs> the man loved to fish <laughs> And this is actually It's not like they've done a weird Hall of Fame thing where they're like Well really in a way Shakespeare was the original fisherman This is just a guy Called William Shakespeare I guess if you're called Shakespeare what are you going to call your son Like Steve yeah. Shakespeare yeah. That sounds yeah. fucking stupid This is Ken Shakespeare Shut ridiculous. the fuck up Shut yeah. up you sound ridiculous. Hey, um, while, we're, while we're on American names, I have literally no other way to to kind of <laughs> shove this story in, but I, I have to, I have to tell it. Uh-huh. Uh, so as <laughs> so as we all know, very serious news. The other day, um, great American actor Ray Liotta passed away. Yeah, R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, I was enjoying a. Uh, breakfast with my wife, Caitlin. Um, and I said, oh, did you hear uh, Ray Liotta passed away? And she paused for the longest time and said, 
was he one of the one of those prediction animals? Excuse what? me? What? Huh? And, and I kind of, you know, did the thing where you meant to put your car in third and suddenly it's in fifth and you're going entirely the wrong speed. And I, I said, pardon? Oh, like an otter? <laughs> and she you said, hear Ray yeah, the you, otter? Sorry, you said Ray the otter died. <laughs> no, Ray, Ray the otter, the great American actor. She's like, oh, no, I have no idea who that, who that is. Uh, have maybe heard of Ray him. the otter, though. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What a way to honor his legacy. <laughs> Oh, he was in some great movies. Speaking of great movies, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. There's a movie yep. that's that's been on all of our minds lately. Uh, oh, I know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is this that you have for us, Ben? It's it's the it's the movie that's set this podcast on fire. Yep, it's the name on everyone's lips. <laughs> it is, Doctor Michael Morbius, living vampire. <laughs> Uh, we're we're heading back in for the Morb Report uh, because there is nothing I find funnier than people writing about this movie. Now, a lot of people are sort of on to the fact that it sucks and, you know, all of the usual sort of news places are leaning into that. So, mm. I have cast a net um, slightly further afield. Uh, Andrew, do you think you could do me a solid and read this review of the movie Morbius from ChristianAnswers.net? <laughs> Absolutely. Is there a particular tone you would like me to read it in? Uh, Reverential, but otherwise just go Mm. with what feels right. Okay. Pious, please. Morbius, based on the Marvel comic book of the same name, tells the story of Dr. Michael Morbius, (laughs) played by Jared Leto, Dallas Buyers Club, Suicide Squad, House of Gucci and his journey to cure himself of an otherwise incurable blood disorder. It begins with him being in hospital at a very young age where he makes a friend with the same illness, Milo. It's when that friend's life is threatened that his ingenious mind is witnessed. He is then gifted a chance to share his intelligence with the entire world, all the while trying to cure himself. Now grown up, he believes that he has found a cure to help him and his friend Milo, played by Matt Smith, Doctor Who. However, as the old adage goes, be careful what you wish for. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So true. Leto carries the film. It almost feels like a one-man show. <laughs> the subsequent characters could have been cardboard cutouts. Yep. I'm sorry, but that is that's got to be the most oblique explanation of the plot to the movie Morbius yep. possible. You think leaving out the fact that he's a living vampire was... <laughs> he could have touched on the living vampire he's a living part vampire. of the kind of relevant. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like the first thing you have to know about Dr. Michael Morbius is that he's it's a medical doctor. It's on all the doctor. merchandise. It says the living vampire. Yeah, he's the living vampire and a medical doctor. It's an amazing combination. Incredible. <laughs> Uh, it was really a surprise to me in finding this review that this is like someone who's been like, you know what, who I really love? <laughs> it's a Jared Leto character. Jared he's great. Leto. See what he's, he's fantastic. Been Not even the, the best Jared in that movie, but go off, I guess. Wow. Yeah, true. <laughs> Damn. I, um, I, I have taken to lately using uh, commonsensemedia.org, is it? Oh, is uh, that one of those ones where they tell you whether the shit in there is going to upset your kids? Yeah, but like... 
I, I like it because it has reviews from parents and reviews from kids. Oh. And and on each of them, the kids say, it says, you know, this is what the movie is rated and this is what's in it. And they give you like the nuts and bolts characters say this, these, this number of these swears, you know, all that kind mm. of thing. This kind of violence. Um, and adults review it and kids review it. And both the adults and the kids say what age of kid they think it is appropriate for. Oh, yeah, okay. Ooh. And it's really interesting because sometimes the kids are like, no, this, you know, this is, is like for kids who are sort of 14, 15 years old. When the grown-ups are like, yeah, it's fine for 12-year-olds or yeah. whatever. <laughs> it's, it's very interesting because, like, the those things don't have any sort of common way of lining up. It's not like all the kids say, kids should be allowed to watch whatever they want. And, and all the grown-ups go, you shouldn't watch anything. Yeah. Well, I should be able to watch whatever movies. And also, I should be able to have ice cream at bedtime. And bedtime should be midnight. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, however, the Christian version of Common Sense Media continues. The desire to see Morbius find a cure is driven by the truly well-done acting of Leto. All right. Well, yeah, and I tell you what, he wouldn't have been able to pull something like that off if he hadn't have been method acting in crutches for the entirety yeah. of the yeah. shoot. And, if he had drinking blood, lived as a living vampire for several years before this movie. As soon as it got to the part of the movie where he was drinking blood out of bags, I was just immediately like, did he get them to put some real blood in a bag? Yeah. He would, huh? He yeah. probably would. And that's why he's so fantastic. That's why yeah. he gives such a stellar performance, just walking around in his little hoodie being like, I'm a Dr. Michael Morbius. And then that you is... can't understand the rest of the dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> he says that line so many times he in does. the movie. He actually I'm does. Dr. Michael Morbius, the living that's... vampire, by the way. I'd, I'll, I'll just say it straight up. That is not anyone's name. <laughs> Dr. Michael Morbius? <laughs> yeah. Everybody in that movie oh, saying it name. like it's a real name. <laughs> oh, Dr. Morbius? Like, oh, and Dr. no Morbius person in there is like, you work with a man whose name yeah. is Dr. <laughs> Dr. Michael Morbius? Morbius? <laughs> Dr. Who? <laughs> um, the plot is simple enough. Not too complicated. Easy to understand and follow. However, if you are not Wrong. familiar with the source material, you might not comprehend some references and end credit scenes. Mm. The attempted love story is awkwardly paced and chemistry feels a bit forced. The CGI effects and cinematography are lacking and come off cheap, rushed, and poorly done. Which is a shame, considering Leto's performance. <laughs> I just don't know about this. Is this is insane. This is an insane <laughs> thing to write. It's really going to hurt his Oscar chances, you know? <laughs> <laughs> They um, what was the thing they did with the Oscars this year where they were like, we're going to have a fan favorite category? Oh, oh really? And, and that's just that's just going to be like the meme category from now on. Yeah, because lots of lots of uh, psycho Zack Snyder fans were trying to sway it for Justice League and stuff like that. Terrible. terrible. And Jared Leto is just going to win that every year. Yeah, for yeah, Morbius. For Morbius. <laughs> for Morbius. <laughs> Well, he's already won an Oscar, so. <clears throat> now, we get into uh, any issues mm. that the good Christians among us might find with this movie. things, I see. Objectionable content. There are intense sequences of violence and some frightening in images. Mm. The desire to consume human blood is a given in this story. You haven't said anything about a vampire yet. Yeah, this is the first yeah, time you've brought it up. He's a living so, vampire. Yeah. It's a given in this story about a scientist with a blood disorder. Like, 
That's all you've given us. And evolutionary dogma is a consistent sci-fi premise. All hung up on that evolution thing. What do they but talk about evolutionary dogma in I th- Morbius? I think they... I believe they're a, referring to a belief in evolution. A belief <laughs> well, in a, science in general? A bit where he talks about how that species of bat is the only animal that evolved uh, to drink the blood of other animals. Oh, okay. I believe. is my recollection from having watched it one time and not and really paying attention to it. heard this and said, what the fuck? Yeah. It's actually a lady that wrote this. Uh, women can Ooh. review movies for Christian websites as well, Lucy. Sorry. Get with you're the right. times. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> women can write stuff down. Uh, there is some brief language, an F word. Get the fuck out of here. A Ooh. my God. Some S words. A.S. Damn and hell. Overall, the foul language was lighter than I expected, and overall, not very noticeable. Blood is shown in medical blood packs from which it is consumed. There is violence, but due to lackluster CGI, it comes off cartoonish. It does. <laughs> the bit where, <laughs> the bit where he's like, kind of, uh, I guess, struggling to hold on to his 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 vampiriness, and mm. he's like. Uh, yelling at the girl and he's like get out of here and then his face goes goes a little bit vampire he yeah. morbs out a tiny bit yeah when he's yeah when he's it's just a morbing a bit boy does that not look good it, it looks like all shit. of it looks very it looks bad, so bad. <laughs> mm, the entire movie looks dreadful also i don't like i understand that the opening part of this movie is uh set in greece for some reason i don't mm-hmm. know enough about the morbius law <laughs> to understand to this I think they're gonna. It is they're trying to establish a sort Costa Rica. Of dark. And oh, sorry, not that part. The part where he's at the school is in Greece. Not oh, the, yeah. Why not are the they in a like a like a disease yeah. center in Greece? I don't know, but it is very funny. That's just like a kid going outside and then being bullied by a bunch of Greek children. Is Malaka? It seemed like there might have been a message there, and mm. I I don't know. Morbius, racist against the Greeks. They might have invented democracy, but, you know. <laughs> At what cost? In our rush to mine the movie Morbius for every scrap of content, I can't believe we haven't touched uh, on the fact yet. Okay, so they got they got two writers for this movie. First uh-huh. writer, Matt Sazama. No big okay. deal. Second writer, Burke Sharpless. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they took the Sharps the off The Burke Sharpless? <laughs> Goodness. And I checked, and that's not racist. Oh, good. <laughs> Thank you. The film doesn't address God directly, but it brought to mind the fact that we are living in a fallen world where disease and death are rampant and living vampires. Yeah. <laughs> it's got vampires in it. I'm not sure this is a Christian movie. Biblically, we understand that God created a perfect world, and fallen nature, disease, sickness, and death are all the result of of sin. We also know that our hope is in Jesus and his promise to deliver us from sin and death through him. Hmm. In contrast, Dr. Michael Morby's The Living Vampire's ultimate goal is to save himself. Which I don't Wrong. actually think is an accurate assessment Wrong. of Dr. Michael Morbius's motives. He's trying to save a child. He's trying he to save is. children everywhere. He is. It's the Doctor Who guy. He's the real piece of shit in this movie. He was also ready to take himself out because of what the thing turned him into, because it turned him into a monster. He was. He was yeah. going to kill the Morbius inside of him. Yeah. 
which is like, did you even watch Morbius? It sounds like this lady barely watched Morbius from 2022. (laughs) I barely watched Morbius. Flicking through her Bible, (laughs) not even really paying attention. (laughs) Like, honey, are you are you going to watch the movie or should we just? Yeah, no, I'm watching it because we can just switch it off and watch something else. Who's that guy? Look, he was introduced like five minutes ago. We can watch something else. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm watching. You're not. No, I'm fine. It's really interesting. You're on your TikToks, and I can hear the TikToks because you've got the volume turned up. <laughs> now, unfortunately, I think we need to address another issue, which is that the presence of Matt Smith in this movie mm, uh, yuck. has done nothing to dispel the rage inside of me that is mm. ever present as a result of Britain trying to insist that. Their men are good looking. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, you're putting Benedict Cumberbatch in movies. You're putting Matt Smith in movies. You're putting Eddie Redmayne in movies. And mm-hmm. you're saying, hey. This is a hot guy. Look Have you yes. ever Ooh. seen a guy this hot? This mm. guy's not a geography Ooh. teacher. He's actually a movie star. Mm. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Tom Hiddleston. For the rest you, of you're, still, you're still putting cetera. Tom Hiddleston in stuff and people are getting horny about it, you know? I mean, he was pretty good in Skull Island. But was he, was he sexy, though? Yeah, a little bit. There was that bit where he's, he's got a katana and he's wearing a gas mask and he's in a big cloud of green smoke and he's doing cool moves. That's pretty cool. But in I mean, Matt Smith. Though, they do have Jared Harris, who could get have, it. Jared Harris is getting it. This I know he for certain. He is getting it, for yeah. sure. Lucy, are you, a, uh, are you a Charlie Hunnam head? Not anymore. I'm a reformed <laughs> Charlie Hunnam head. Not after that. King Arthur movie that you went and saw for some reason. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> That's it. That's where it all went downhill. Oh, yeah. Love My taste has matured from Charlie Hunnam. Thank you. I'll tell you who got, uh, who got real fucking hot, in my opinion. Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Who's that? The, the dude from Kick-Ass. Oh, sure. Yeah. That guy, that guy adulted out like a boss. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying. Didn't enjoy Didn't that sentence. <laughs> Yeah, he got yep. all yoked. He got all yoked with his old wife, you know? Not specifically, but... Oh, shit, she is old. <laughs> <laughs> he is 31, she is 55. Oh. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Well, you can't put a number Ooh. on that sort of thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, you can. Yeah. Well, there are. Well, there's like a few very hard numbers that we must as a society yeah. respect, for sure, yeah. He's she looks a... significantly older for, than him. Good for you, I wonder sweetie. if they had like a, I wonder if they had like a Macron style <laughs> beginning <laughs> to their relationship. You know. What do you mean by that? That um <laughs> that that Emmanuel Macron is married to his former school teacher. Oh, that he's married to a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, a French woman is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. But we repeat ourselves. Things are different over there, you know. Oh, okay, so Aaron Johnson began a relationship with director Sam Taylor Wood after meeting on the 2009 set of the film Nowhere Boy when he was 18 and she was 42. Mm. Oh, yeah, yikes. no, that's... Andrew, that is, hit the sting. Yeah. That is a certified Bunta Vista Uffa Duffa moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The idea of having sex with an 18-year-old boy is upsetting to me. Well, that's I am good. Thirty-one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is um. That is a gulf. That is a vast gulf of time. It's pretty big, isn't it? Jesus Christ. I um. 
This is for you, Theo. Uh, it's getting an official... Did you say an official Bunta Vista Oompa Dumpa moment? No, it's a certified Bunta Vista Oofa Doofa moment. Ah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks. Hi, everybody. It's me. It's Theo. Now, I guarantee you I'm more afraid of recording this promo than you are of listening to it, so hear me out. If you haven't already, maybe check out our Patreon. It's a great way to support the show, and it gives us the ability to actually dedicate time to this thing. You'll get all of our bonus episodes, that's over 300 extra episodes in total, and we'll set up a feed over there with none of these promos, so you won't have to hear this ever again. You'll also get access to our Discord, uh, which honestly has turned into a, a nice and funny place full of mostly normal people to hang out with. So that's patreon.com slash buntavista. Check it out. That is a vast gulf of time between those two Hollywood professionals. There's another vast gulf out there, the vast gulf of the ocean. <laughs> Crisscrossed as she is by commercial shipping vessels. It's time for the shipping report. I'm itching for another edition of the shipping report. This is our joke-free segment where we joke-free death-free segment where we cover uh, maritime incidents of note in international shipping news from the last 7 to 14ish days. Can I just note Ben before you uh before you get into it that mm. uh pretty recently we were we were taken to task by a listener who I can't remember where I saw the the comment or the email or whatever. Yeah. By a listener who was um really offended by how much we had let the no jokes standard slip. Yeah. You know? Like actually upset? They no, I like, think they were doing they were doing it in a fun way where it's impossible to tell if uh they're actually mad or having fun. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, we just want to say we we respect you and we respect the institution of the shipping report. Yes. We will respect the rules that we have created. Here we go. The bulk carrier Penguin Island caught fire in the North Atlantic, some 600 nautical miles west of the Azores. And, you know, boat on fire, yep. no laughing Not matter. funny. No. Not at all funny. Yeah. Um, I think a boat named Penguin Island, a little bit funny, but that's, that's not, not on us. That's just Jovial. an observation. Yeah. We can't be held accountable for that. So. No, we're not even, we don't have a single hand in the naming process <coughs> of any of these ships. Uh, the self-discharging bulk carrier American Courage ran aground off the West Breakwater in Fairport Harbour, Ohio. Why do you think that they had to specify that they were self-discharging? Oh, it's a very specific type of vessel. They they have their own crane on there uh, to discharge their own cargo, which is uh, neat. Oh, I see. Mm. Oh, okay. I was a little confused because I use the same equipment when I'm self-discharging or... <laughs> Being yeah. discharged by others. <laughs> this is a joke about you. Are you um, normally self-discharging, or are you are you often discharged? I mean, are by we talking others? about median? Is that what we're talking about? The ordinary? Because uh, <laughs> well, the mean is I've got one point two people involved. <laughs> All right, and I love that you're willing to work blue about yourself. That's great. It just seems like you're inviting a conversation about it, which would be the worst thing that could ever happen to you. <laughs> Uh, the bulk carrier La Richardeur was disabled off the western coast of North Island, New Zealand, while en route from Newcastle to New Plymouth. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. unfortunate. 
the water supply tanker Lotos struck the berthed general cargo ship Vyacheslav Anisimov in Ulysses Bay in Vladivostok port. Yeah. I wonder if they've checked Terrible. what they're floating in. Mm. Yep. The captain of the bulk carrier Interlink Veracity. Uh, was arrested by the Australian Federal Police off Port Hedland, Western Australia, <laughs> after allegedly throwing 320 kilos of cocaine overboard to be collected by two men in another boat. Just two men. That's Can they lift it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't really question that. I suppose it's in the water, and if you had two of you, you could probably do it. It wouldn't be too hard. It, wouldn't, it wasn't one giant 320 kilo bundle. It was in smaller bundles. Oh. Yeah. What was that? Can we get that um, that name again? Interlink Veracity. Oh. Mm. Wonderful. Yeah. That is a I named a boat while high on cocaine. Name. Yeah. I think it's actually uh, one of the things that Officer K says during his baseline test in the movie Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Really? Well, no. He says the word interlinked a few times though, and I thought that was close enough for a joke. The ah uh, oh. No, sorry, I've just realized my mistake there. I didn't mean to make a joke, and I'd like to apologize. Mm. The offshore support vessel Crest Tarasco was boarded by five men armed with rifles while off the Tabasco coast in the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> it's a real place, Lucy. It's not funny. It's not a joke. Mexico is real. I'm not making a joke. I'm not making a joke. Okay. You just seem to be laughing because it's called the Tabasco coast. Next you're going to tell me there's a place called Worcestershire. Ah, yeah, that'd be, that'd be pretty crazy. Uh, <laughs> shocked to discover that my beloved Baja Blast is named after a place. <laughs> what, Mexico? Uh, no injuries were reported, but the pirates did take off with 35 autonomous breathing devices, as well as communications equipment. Oh, that's bad. The cruise ship Carnival Freedom... Suffered a funnel fire while being berthed at Grand Turk Island. Okay. The Iranian Revolutionary Guard boarded and seized the Greek Suez Max crude oil tankers Delta Poseidon and Prudent Warrior in the Persian Gulf for alleged maritime regulations violations. We are on some great names this week. Yeah. These are nice. I feel like this is, you know, we kind of hit our stride... I mean, we got the best names in the first time we did this. I don't think we've ever topped Ionic Hawk. No, and how could you? But uh, mm. Prudent Warrior. What that's a phenomenal. What an incredible was, was name. Was the other one Delta Poseidon? Delta Poseidon. Delta that's Poseidon. Right. That's a great ship name. Uh, the product tanker Chem Hydra ran aground and was subsequently refloated in a canal lock in Montreal. Phenomenal. And lastly... 18 shipping containers were swept off the container barge Namthong 27 in the Andaman Sea. Hmm. Yeah. They're with God now. They are got to wash up on the beach somewhere and belong to the child that first opens the seal on the containers. That's how maritime law works, I think. I think so. Yep. We, we don't know an awful lot about the maritime shipping industry, and there's no one we can ask about it. But we also don't know a whole lot about love, but there is someone we can ask about it. It's time for Paging Dr. Lucy. Perfect. If you find that you are having a little relationship trouble, 
up your telephone and dial it on the double. You call 1-800-317-5155. Now you're paging Dr. Lucy. This is from our favourite subreddit, r slash relationships over 35. <laughs> Would you be mad over your boyfriend replying with fire emojis to a Facebook friend's story? Let me stop you right there. Yes. <laughs> so my female, 42, boyfriend, male, 38, replied twice to a girl's story with the fire emojis twice within a week. We have a bad history with trust, and he says he doesn't know why he does stuff like that. I have a huge issue with it, considering our history of mistrust on his end. This is so good. The idea of not only looking at someone's Facebook story. <laughs> fucked up. So but fucked But replying up. to it is super fucked. Is, is this what the over 35s are doing? Like, I'm quite youthful, so. You would know, uh, yeah. I wouldn't know. Yeah. It's just like a funny as fuck problem to have in your 40s is to be like... You're too old for this. Like, yeah. Just be like, oh, Steve's fucking looking at a bikini pic again and then move on with your life. Like, you don't need to be like, hey, um, so it was three fire emojis? Well, six really because you did it twice, didn't you, Steve? Mm. So what's up with that? One I could handle. Um, Maybe a... Maybe a bit of a personal question. Have any of us ever been in a relationship with someone who has cheated on them? No. Not to my knowledge. Sort of. But I'm always one step ahead. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Because, like, I don't know. I, I I think the... It's a weird place to be in because, like, I'm this kind of age now, right? I'm relationships over 35. Mm. And one thing that that me and my wife both say is that, like, you do get a very different view of relationships in, like, your teens and your 20s and your 30s and everything, you know? Like, it's very easy when you're, like, 20 years old to have an extremely black and white morality about relationships and about, uh, like, (laughs) loyalty (laughs) and all that kind of thing. Um, and and for people to be really insecure about somebody expressing like that anybody else in the world is good looking or attractive yeah. or anything like that. And, I um, think this one's like not on though. Like this is like sending a message to someone telling them that they're hot. Is yeah. that yeah, how a Facebook yeah, story yeah. works? Well, that's, that's never tried to reply to a Facebook story. I have no fucking idea. I'm not a clue. Yeah. Never never watched one. I've only just gotten onto Instagram now, and I'm afraid to press any button when I'm watching stories. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, just in case the, it DMs my penis to them. The perfect time <laughs> to start using Instagram, 2022. <laughs> um, I got nothing else on. It's too old for these problems. Yeah, yeah. and and I think... Um, I mean, weirdly enough, I would find it I would find it easier to give advice to someone who was like, My boyfriend fucked someone else. Yeah. Like he he went out, uh he went out with some friends, we'd been fighting a lot lately, he got kinda loose and he came home and said, Look, I've I've made a big mistake and I did this thing. I would find it way easier to talk to someone about that and to say mm. 
well, you know, you got to think about it. Like, I, do you think it was like a spur of the moment thing? Do you think he's been wanting to do this through ages? Do you think he's done it before or that kind of stuff? What's going to happen if you break up? Are you married? Do you have to get a divorce? Will you have to arrange custody of your kids? All that kind of mm. shit. Are you going to have to share your cat from now on? But this yeah. is just like... My 42-year-old boyfriend won't stop horny replying to other women on social media. That's so... F- That's like embarrassing. For some, That's just it's embarrassing. embarrassing for it's him. It's so embarrassing. Like, like dude, just, just go look at porn. You yeah, can look like, at so much porn for free. It's yeah. almost... Yeah, it's, it's really weird that in my mind, it's almost like more... <laughs> yeah, it's more concerning, this behaviour. Than like uh, somebody just just yeah. going out with people in a real social interaction and and doing something like that, you know. It's somehow hornier than looking at porn. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I I assume because like um, you know, like all the old uh, stop sending unsolicited dick pics kind of discourse, where it's like. It's not because uh, this person just desperately needs someone to look at their penis. It's because it's a real person that they're interacting with. Yeah, you know? that's or the, it's that's or it's not issue. because yeah. Whereas the, those in in porn, they're, they're not, real. not real. Yeah, no. right. <laughs> of course, they're kind of kind of composites, if you will. Um, uh, no, you know what I'm saying though, which is. Uh, yeah, this 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 kind of like having a not not a real person having a one to one interaction with someone that you know is seeing the thing that you're sending to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah, because watching porn on a website where where someone has uh you know uploaded videos from a pay site and you watch them without paying like a normal person, uh that's that's a one way street. You are watching some other people have sex. You're jacking off, and then yep. you close your laptop, and you go on with your life. Oh, you sorry. Know? One step you missed there where you go into the comments and you reply, very hot. Uh, I'm <laughs> yes. horny from Brisbane. <laughs> I love reading the comments. We should read some Pornhub comments next week. That's a good idea. They, uh, That's a great idea. Sensational. Yes. Um, but, yeah, this this is like, no, I need to tell. The, I looked at this girl and I thought, oh, it's yeah. A thing. It's a difference between liking a pic and sending fire emojis. And- yep, I, I need. Well, also, you're allowed to fucking look at the picture and not even like it. Yeah. You, know? you don't have to like it. Yeah, you leave no trace. You can just look at it. I think is the. Yeah, leave only footprints. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leave only read receipts. Anyway, embarrassing to be it's that old and to be watching Facebook stories. It's embarrassing for both of, of them to have this problem. It's yep. just yeah. so weird. Like, I feel like if you had like a nice, healthy relationship, you would just be like, Steve, you horny dumbass. Yeah. Like, first of all, have sex with me. I'm right here. Second of all, just don't. You don't have to reply to it. Just look you don't. at. It's embarrassing. Look you at Samantha's holiday bikini snaps and just go. Wah wah wee wah. Mm-hmm. Internally. Yeah. yeah. Internally Quietly in a wooing. Yeah. Yeah. Just just do what we all do and jack off to it. You don't have to reply, damn cousin, you're looking great. <laughs> yeah. You really I literally into, um, can't write Jennifer now. Connolly lately. Hey, Andrew. <laughs> um Yeah, like and also, you know, like you're saying, Ben, you could say to somebody, Hey, uh, I understand that you're a human and that you you look at porn, jack off, and all that sort of stuff. But when you're doing this specifically, it makes me feel bad. It makes me uncomfortable. 
you know, it, it makes me uncomfortable to know that other people can see you kind of being publicly horny yeah. about other women and stuff Super like that. Super embarrassing, yeah. Can, can you just stop doing this particular thing? Can you and just I not? Don't, like, like, we have a bad history with trust, and he says he doesn't know why he does stuff like that. He oh, does know yeah. why. He you absolutely do know why. knows like, why. He does know why. It's because he's 70% rock hard, and yeah. he, it has to go somewhere, you know? And, he's going, and 30% horn dog. Because he wants Samantha to reply and be like, oh my God, Steve, you're so Steve? sexy. You should leave your wife and marry me. You know? Oh, wait, can other people see this? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Or, you know, they could just become poly. That's like another solution to open them as well. That's right. It's actually uh, oppressive to be mad at him for this because he's uh, probably too scared to tell you that he's poly and you're being uh, polyphobic. Yeah. Evolutionarily, you know, like being poly actually kind of makes more sense. Like he should be able to, like it makes more sense for society for him to be replying fire emojis. you haven't put any comment replies in the document, Ben, but I have... No doubt that there would be some in there being like, well, maybe you should consider being poly. I think actually the relationships over 35 is relatively um, conservative oh, in okay. their views. Poly negative. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Replies, okay, he doesn't know why he did it? Unless he has some sort of clinically diagnosed blackout disorder, he knows why he did it. And we all know why he did it, to get attention from her. I agree. Yep. Thank oh. you. A little bit extra detail here. Uh, Apparently, and this is me quoting from the original poster here, apparently it's his old friend's ex-girlfriend. Missed opportunities there. Ooh, uh, water under the bridge. What? Yeah, apparently not. Apparently he's horny for the water (laughs) that he's trying to get (laughs) under that bridge. (laughs) He wants to be under it. Oh, wait. Okay, so I thought... Got a reply here from LF86 that says... I don't think I'd ever be mad about a fire emoji, but whether or not it would bother me would depend on the context. What's the content of the story and what's their relationship? Judging by your post history, I'd say you're probably focusing on a tiny symptom of a bigger problem. I just don't date people if I don't trust them. And OP replies, they were her selfies and he private messaged her about them twice in a week. (laughs) Oh, okay, well. (laughs) You're answering your own question. like. I also thought there was a bit here. In the original thing, she said he replied twice to a girl's story twice within a week and I thought she had just doubled up on the word twice but uh, mm. there's a clarification down here oh, fuck where is it whether he responded twice to the same it, story it, it, oh my he god he private messaged her that twice on two different occasions so this is two sets of two <laughs> this is four oh. yeah oh sweetie <laughs> Uh, Lucy, can I hit you with um, a series of this person's posts? Yes, please. Oh, boy. Uh, Okay, so we've got, would you be mad over your boyfriend replying with fire emojis to a Facebook friend story seven days ago? 13 days ago. What if your boyfriend says he's attracted to transgender and says he is attracted to men, bisexual, but has never experienced it? What would be Mm -hmm. your thoughts? Yeah. Um, Oh. Shit, all right, this followed by, <laughs> followed by, 13 days ago, sexual moaning in his sleep and stroking himself, question mark? My 42-year-old boyfriend, uh, oh, she's 42, he's 38. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Plays with himself and moans like he's having sex in his sleep, even after we have sex. Is this a common thing? 
it oh. makes me mad because I feel like he's fantasizing about someone else. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with the reply, LMAO, turn around and go back to sleep. Why do you think he's not dreaming about you from Jabba the yeah. Slut? <laughs> no, that, that's cool because that one cuts both ways because he probably is and you're also... You should be with someone else because you don't trust them. Wow. Then we have 17 days ago. Being monogamous shouldn't be this hard when you're in love, right? Is monogamy that much of a struggle when you're in love? 42-year-old female, I've been with my boyfriend, male, 38, a year and a half. That's not long enough for all this shit. No. Brief background. We've had some struggles within the beginning. He was seeing someone else the first couple of months that we were seeing each other. He begged and pleaded, so I gave it another chance. Okay, so the trust issues are he was cheating on you for the first several months of your relationship. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then I could see he was acting different, and I saw a PM he sent a girl on social media complimenting her picture. So I ended it, because there's no reason to private message someone something like that. And if she messaged back, who knows? But with his track record, I wasn't dealing with it. Well, three weeks later, I'm getting flowers, he's showing up at my work hysterical, and needless to say, here we are again. I need to see a picture of this guy. (laughs) I bet he's the biggest fucking loser. Recently, I saw two messages he started to send his exes, but didn't finish or hit send, but obviously it's something on his mind. At this point, it's a pattern. He says he has commitment slash monogamy issues, but he loves me and wants this more than anything, and he's Mm -hmm. not going anywhere. I obviously don't believe it. I don't think relationships are for either of these people. I think, yeah. Neither they need to go have some training. Hey, do you guys want uh, some more details on this horrendous <laughs> relationship? Absolutely. All right, so 23 days ago, uh, she posted in r slash relationship underscore advice, how to handle this baby mama situation. Mm-hmm. My boyfriend who I live with still has his baby's mothers on his Amazon Prime. Sorry, so he has kids? He has children, that's right. That's so cool. This is is quite sad, actually. She's been posting to all of the relationship. Oh, no. It gets worse and worse as it goes. Six months ago, when will I feel better? I broke up with my boyfriend two and a half weeks ago, and I'm going through it. There's no trust. He cheated on me and lied the whole time we were together. And then after this, she's gone back together with him. Seven months ago, my boyfriend didn't care that I broke up with him. Oh. Long story short, he and I have been together almost a year. He cheated in the beginning with a girl he was seeing for me. We didn't know about each other. He begged, cried, pleaded to give him a shot. Uh, Saturday, he was acting funny. So I saw he private messaged a girl saying, wow, while I was... (laughs) Yeah, that's really gonna... You can't act normal the entire day if you've just DM'd a girl, wow. Wow. Like you've just seen a a cool like scene in Iron Man or something. Oh my goodness. Um So so she says that she broke it off with him. Uh I immediately went onto the dating site to see the messages to the girl that he was cheating with. Told the girl he couldn't stop thinking about her and only was with me to get over her, which obviously isn't true because he ended it with me for her, but he smokes so much weed he probably doesn't remember. Yeah. This guy is such a catch. Yeah, oh, man. 11 it. months ago, she asked the exact same question about her bisexual boyfriend. Uh, oh. 
uh, uh, people's thoughts on this. A year ago, she was asking about getting cheated on. Oh, no. I just This, this makes is, me sad. Like, yeah. Come on, sweetie. Come on. Oh, dear. Oh, wow, that, this post no, I've history a, just keeps going. I've got another post from her here, uh, from from this this person. When your ghost comes back, are they considered a zombie? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? It's good. She's uh, been thinking about something else. No, she hasn't. <laughs> She's got her um, mind off it. She she wasn't. Uh, so I've oh. been dating a guy since. <gasps> oh, spicy. Uh, so I, 41F, because she was, this was a year ago, so she's one year younger, have been dating a guy, 50, since the beginning of November, uh, and then he ghosted her. So she wasn't talking about actual ghosts and zombies, she just did a fun creative headline for, yeah, it's because she's done one post in R, dating over 40, didn't know that existed, uh, did I just get ghosted? One in R, ghosting, did I just get ghosted? One in R, dating advice, did I just get ghosted? Uh Oh, oh. Sweetie, you should get a PS5. <laughs> mm. How depressing. Uh, she's also accusing her ex of having borderline personality disorder. Uh, yeah. I think you might also need a little break from online. Yeah. You, you, kind of need, to- you need your in-person support networks to be like a little better uh, so that you're not asking Reddit. And so that, like, one, say, podcast couldn't accidentally find out every single thing that's happened to your life yeah. by scrolling yeah. down through this page. And feel really what bad life. for you and pity you. And if you're listening, uh, you should dump him, sweetie. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, She's also got a Throw series. the whole man out. You She's... heard that one? <laughs> <laughs> did you write that? Did you invent that? I think I invented that one, yeah. Yeah, I think you did. Um. <laughs> She she's also done a series of posts two years ago in uh, R slash Contrave called mm. Contrave, yeah. Which uh, is Contrave is a medication which is a combination of bupropion and naltrexone. They're just making uh, this up in America, huh? <laughs> sold under the brand name Contrave, a fixed dose combination medication for the management of chronic obesity in adults in combination with a reduced calorie diet and increased physical activity. Uh, and there's contrary posts like, gaining weight? Why does it seem like I'm gaining weight? Uh, <laughs> followed by <laughs> followed by uh, constipation and nausea? Mm-mm. No good. Wow. Don't take your weight your whole drugs, life. Everybody. Just posting your whole life on Twitter. Yeah. You should put yeah, it in a podcast not like, instead. Not like any of us. <laughs> yeah, I would never do that. <laughs> boy, oh boy. And that's yeah. what's up. That yeah, that was what was up. Absolutely. A bit that of everything was, was up. What was yeah. previously known as what was up. Well, <laughs> I'm not really sure how to wrap this one up. You know? Yeah, I seen Top Gun Maverick. It's fucking terrible and <laughs> super gay. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Those two things are not related, so good to positive, super gay.